to today's episode of Everyday American English. I'm Lynn, I'm American, and I live in the state of Kansas in the United States. With this podcast, I'll help you improve your English listening comprehension by telling you short stories about my daily life in the United States. The best way to improve your English listening comprehension is to practice listening to English, so make sure to subscribe and get new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. To check how much you understood of this podcast, you can read the transcript, which can be found on my website for a small fee, everydayamericanenglish.org. Feel free to contact me with any comments or questions you might have through Facebook, Instagram, or my email, everydayamericanenglishpodcast at gmail.com. September 18th, 2020, episode 53, 9-11 Memorial. I know I'm exactly one week late, but I want to talk about 9-11 today. Specifically, I want to talk about the two times I had the opportunity to visit Ground Zero in New York City. I'm actually among the youngest people to both be alive when 9-11 happened and remember it happening. I was only four years old when it happened, so my memory of it isn't very strong. All I remember is watching replays of the Twin Towers and planes on the news and hearing my parents and older siblings talking very seriously. I was young enough that I didn't quite understand everything that was going on, but could tell something huge had happened. Ten years later, I was able to visit the 9-11 Memorial in New York City. My family and another family had just spent the week of Thanksgiving in NYC and spent our last day, which was also my sister's birthday, walking around Ground Zero. The museum wasn't open yet, but there were still other things we could do. The visit was so long ago, I can't remember all of the details, but one I do remember is looking at the two immense reflecting pools that mark the exact location of the Twin Towers. Around the perimeter of each of the reflecting pools are ledges with the names of all the people who lost their lives because of the attacks. The names are carved in such a way that people can leave flowers inside of them. Another thing I remember is the survivor tree. Although it was badly injured after the events of 9-11, it is now a symbol of resilience and strength due to its survival and recovery. We also visited St. Paul's Chapel, which is a church very close to Ground Zero that helped emergency personnel in the time after the attacks. It's also a very historical church, as George Washington attended services there regularly, but most notably on the day of his inauguration as first president of the United States. We saw a recreation of the pew he prayed in after becoming president while we were there. Six years later, I was able to visit New York City and the 9-11 Memorial again, this time with my friend. Once again, I didn't visit the museum because we didn't have enough time for everything, although I plan to someday in the future, but went to see the reflecting pools. Earlier that day, my friend and I went on the Staten Island Ferry to see the Statue of Liberty, but we also had a nice view of One World Trade Center, which is also called Freedom Tower. When we actually went to the site, it was much more crowded than the first time I went, probably because the museum was open. However, it was much quieter than you would expect for the amount of people there. Of course, the near silence could easily be explained by the somber circumstances surrounding the memorial and the guards and signs who asked people to be respectful of both the lives lost and the families and friends who might be visiting and paying respect to those very lives. If you ever happen to visit New York City, I would 100% recommend visiting the 9-11 Memorial and Museum. Like I said, I'll definitely go back someday to see the museum. 
While the circumstances which led to needing a memorial and museum are immensely heavy, I have only ever heard wonderful things about it, which is a lovely way to honor and bring light to what can only be described as the most horrible of tragedies. That's all for today's episode of Everyday American English. To really improve your English listening comprehension, check how much you understood of this episode by reading the transcript, which can be found on my website, everydayamericanenglish.org. Don't hesitate to contact me with any comments or questions you might have. Have a good weekend.